What's up? Welcome to another edition of Major League Talk. This is episode nine. Alongside me is my favorite side-slinging reverend, Austin Matsoff. What's, What's up, going on? Niner, episode nine. Episode ten next week. Double digits next week. We are aiming for double digits next week. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with uh, a masterpiece. Chris Sale was throwing chairs. Staircases left and right, just Ks. Against a very good offensive team, too. Against the Rockies, right? Yeah. Like, last time when he struck out, like, 13 or whatever, and we said, oh, he's back. But then we were kind of iffy because, you know, could have been just been one game. They were playing the Orioles. Like, you know, not not a big game. But, like, the Rockies Rockies are legit, and he strikes out 17. Like, yeah, he might be back. Yeah, seven innings, uh, 17 strikeouts. I mean, I, I do think the best part of the game yesterday was that the Red Sox still found a way to lose yesterday. Yeah. With just like, it, it was music to my ears when I heard, like when I was watching Quick Pitch this morning, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> they lost in the 11th inning. It's just a classic Red Sox move this year. Classic. God, love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> Yeah, but Sale went seven innings, two earned runs, seven Ks. He now has an outstanding one and five record with the Red Sox. That's sarcasm. And lowered his ERA to four point two four, which is actually a lot because his ERA, like what, three weeks ago was almost seven. So he's 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 moving it down a lot. He's doing well. He's starting to get back in this ace form, you would say, right? Yeah. The Yankee or the Red Sox need that at this point. Like they have nothing going for them. Like nothing is working. Like they had last year, like everything that worked for them last year is just not there this year for some reason. And it's it's pretty concerning for uh, Red Sox fans, I'm sure. But uh, for the rest of the league, it's pretty exciting. Oh, for sure. Um, So obviously the Red Sox, Rays, Yankees going to be battling out in the East. Let's talk a little bit about the Yankees real quick. Uh, Giovanni Urshela. Um, when do we start considering him to be a star for the Yankees this season? As obviously Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, Didi Gregorius, Aaron Hicks just got back. But the bigger names on the Yankees are kind of on the IL right now. When do are we going to consider him to be this one of the stars for the New York Yankees and this just not being a fluke? Uh, when he continues to keep his performance and continues to shine when other stars are there, I think. Like, I think when you have your full lineup back and he doesn't just, like, like he's carrying the team right now at this point. It's just how it is. Like, he's walked off however many games. Like, he's been very clutch for the Yankees. So I think that, like, if the Yankees get their whole lineup back, which is pretty much the entire disabled list at this point, and uh, they're all back and performing like they do, if he's still shining, then he's a star. If he uh, just kind of, like, eases up when he doesn't have to anymore, then I wouldn't consider him one. I agree, too. You know, I'm kind of interested on where he's going to bat. You know, obviously, I think I do think uh, Miguel Andujar's uh, uh, injury now that's put him back on the IL. What was he? He was here for a week and now he's back on with that uh, labrum tear. I do think if he wasn't hurt the way he was performing, I think Miguel Andujar was heading for triple A. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, he's just not the same player he was last year. Uh, it's, it's concerning to see as a fan and uh, as a fan of the game in general. 
Like, you saw him last year, and he's just a very promising young up-and-coming stud. Like, like, if he continued what he did last year, you just, like, you could see, like, he's going to be a multi, uh, multi-time all-star. And, uh, but if he, but he, it's starting to look like that was just a fluke year. Yeah, I mean, obviously him being injured, I was just nervous so much. I mean, he didn't even hit a ball hard the whole time he was, like, back. That's what was more concerning for me. It was just a strikeout or it was just very, very weak contact. And you could just see he was not swinging as hard as he can. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, it was just very different. It was was concerning. You know, I've heard a lot of Yankee fans say this, and I kind of agree. You want to agree with it, but you don't want to at the same time. I feel like some Yankee fans, not all, want – are okay with him getting surgery this year and him not playing for the rest of the season and just having Urshela finish it out with Torres and Didi coming back. Obviously, you have LeMahieu and you have uh, Thyro Estrada. Are you okay with that? I'm kind of, I'm on both. Like, obviously, you don't want to see the guy go get hurt. I mean, obviously, I would, I, I want him to be back in full healthy because I know if he's healthy, he can help this team a lot. But I don't know. I just see, I see Urshela making a big playing as a big role for this team this year i think what do you think i think that uh yeah like you were saying earlier like saying that they kind of want him to get surgery i think the biggest thing is you don't want him to get re-hurt so if surgery is going to prevent him like like right now he is not the same player he was last year whether last year was a fluke or this year he's just hurt and trying to like play through it like, you don't really know. And I think the best case for him to do would be to just get the surgery, get it all cleaned up, and then uh, come back when next year when he's being the player he was his rookie year and not uh, what he was this year trying to play through it. I think it's better to have 100% of him, like him playing 100%, than him playing 70% over someone else who's playing pretty well too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. But uh, Giovanni Urshela right now, he's batting 341 with a 396 on base percentage with a 505 slugging percentage and an OPS of 902. Right now he has two home runs and 15 RBIs. But the big thing, I mean, the RBIs, that's kind of average right now, I say, in the major leagues. What are we at? We're at 40 games right now. That's about average, you'd say. Yeah. Yeah, but he's coming up in these key big situations for the Yankees. I mean, the other night when they were playing the Rays, he got a big hit. What was I don't know if it was to tie the game or to bring uh, home the go-ahead run, but like I know it was a big hit. I remember watching the game. I just can't recall which one it was. But uh, you know, he's he's doing this all season. It's not like the first time he did this in this race series. He did it in, with the Orioles. He did it against the Red Sox. I mean, he's been coming up big for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, just to put on to that, uh, we were all wrong about our predictions for the Yankee series, and we do apologize for that. Yeah, uh, that was that was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like none of none of us are gonna be playing the lottery anytime soon. Uh, yeah, if you if you're playing to bet on baseball games, just go with whatever we don't say, and you have a better chance. Yeah, I mean, we said that the Yankees were going to lose the game against Glasnow, and that was. Right off the bat, the Yankees just what well, didn't they score a run right away and then they scored another one. I was just like, well, yeah. it's probably not going to go as yeah. planned as I thought. I mean, obviously I'm good with it. The Yankees got two out of uh, two out of three. I'm good with it. And then what? So they they lost the game against Sabathia, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then they ended they up winning. Won, they won the game against Tanaka with Tanaka pitched, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the game I had them winning. I had them losing the other two, I think. Yeah. I mean, we all had Sabathia winning and get those then getting a lot, uh, the loss against Snell and Glass now, but nope. <laughs> yep, just complete opposite. Uh, more Yankee news today. Uh, the Yankees acquired Kendris Morales for a player to be named later or cast considerations. Uh, right now he's batting 202 with an on-base percentage of 310 and a slugging percentage of 259 and an OPS of 569. One homer, seven RBIs. He has not been the same player that he has been in the past at all. When he was on... What team is he on? I think he was on the Blue When he was in the Blue Jays last year, I mean, he was a guy that got 20 home runs. He was averaging that about every year. One year he had 30 home runs. He had that real big season. I think it was might have been three or four years ago, but he just has not been the same. And, I, you know, the short porch and right, maybe he can turn it around. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I think that, uh, like, lefties have a huge advantage in general like in Yankee Stadium just because uh, right field is so shallow, but... I don't know. You never know with the Yankees. Some people go from being like, like the going to the Yankees can completely change your career, as we saw with like J. A. Happ, like, Cameron Maben too. Cameron nobody, Maben. nobody saw him doing what he's doing right now. He's batting over three hundred. He's helping this ball club out. Exactly. And then, it, but like, it can also change it for the worse. And you see Sonny Gray, you see Jacoby Ellsbury, like. A lot of people were like a lot of people as soon as they get traded to the Yankees, their entire career path changes and just you never know. You never know. Yeah, obviously he's older and stuff. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I was kinda shocked seeing the news. Were you at all? I mean I mean they have Luke Voigt. I I mean I guess maybe if they we they know something obviously we might not know about Greg Bird. Maybe he's not coming back for a longer period of time which I personally hope for, but maybe so they need that uh, left-handed, left-handed bat. Like, I don't I was kind of shocked to see that uh, news. What do you think? Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. I was just, I was, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, not what I expected from them. Yeah. Prediction. He turns it around or he stays the same? Uh... He turns it around. Cashman has been a, a a wizard this year. He has. It. You never know. Uh, it's too risky to bet on. I I think he'll stay the same. Uh, Cashman clearly sees something that the rest of us don't, but uh, I don't see him breaking out this year. So you never know. Yeah, never know. Yankees are playing good right now with their IL. They got Stanton just uh, had a uh, nine at bats yesterday. He's supposed to have nine at bats again today in a like simulated spring training game in the backfields in Tampa. Um, he said that he did feel a little bit something in his shoulder, but it's something that was manageable and playable. Uh, Aaron Boone said that he is nowhere near to 100%. So honestly, I really don't know when he's coming back. They did get Hicks back. Uh, Judge is still not on a timetable. I don't even know what he's doing. Luis Severino, I believe, might be starting to throw now. Has it been six weeks? They said it was an automatic shutdown for six weeks. Yeah, uh, it, it's get, at least getting close to that. Yeah, he might be starting to sh- throw right now. Uh, Ellsbury is long gone. No one knows where he is. He hasn't been seen since 2015. Uh, so, yeah.
Um, you know, maybe the pitchers are even starting to figure him out a bit, but he will get back on track. Um, who is your first pick if there was a draft? Like we were saying, Bryce Harper, we would say, would end up in that 7-8-9. I think you said maybe a top six. Who is your first pick overall? Can't choose Mike Trout. Who are you going with? Uh, that's a really tough one. I mean, it's all based on, like, like, are we counting, like, if they're healthy right now? Like, no, we are, we are talking about everybody is healthy. If you had to pick someone to build your team off of the draft, this is every team was just wiped out of existence and every team. Now we have a whole bunch of new 30 new baseball teams. And now we have a draft for each individual player, and each team has to draft a player. Who is your first overall pick if you have that opportunity? Not Mike Trout. Not Mike Trout. You can't choose Mike Trout. I'm going with Arenado. You're going with Arenado? I would go with Nolan Arenado. That's a great pick. The defensive whiz at third base, I mean, he's a likable guy here, great uh, clubhouse guy. And, you know, he's loyal, obviously. He's signed that extension in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And he's a defensive whiz. And you're not only getting that, you're going to be getting tanks up in Colorado or wherever he would play if it was a new draft. But you're going to be getting tanks anywhere. Yeah. Up in left field, right field, dead center. We're going to be get hitting balls for 480. Like, no, like nothing. And he's mm-hmm. going to make ridiculous plays at third. Backhanders, jump throws all the way from third base throwing darts across the diamond uh that's my pick who do you got well it's extremely difficult now like if you asked me this before the season started if you asked me this in spring training i'd say mookie bets but this season is just i don't i don't know what's going on with him at this point honestly he's uh yeah like I, i don't know i'll i think healthy i'm going either bets or judge but I just like I would like to see them uh, perform like I know they can. Yeah, for sure. And this kind of gets us into our next question then. Like, would you take Mookie Betts like you were just saying, or Aaron Judge, or maybe even a George Springer, who absolutely, by the way, is on a tear right now. I think he's yeah. batting 500 over his past like nine games or something. It's ridiculous. The guy's a dude. Uh, yeah. bef- but would you take them before? Uh, Bryce Harper with the same contracts, he would have his 13-year deal. Would you take them before Harper right now? Uh, yeah, I would. I just think... Who would you take? Uh, out of those, I mean, I would choose Springer or Betts before Judge, and that's nothing against Judge. That's just, uh, they are, they have like, Judge just being the guy that he is and the size and uh, his past, I think he's a uh, safer bet due to injuries. Like, I think that he is like he's more injury prone than the other two. Uh, Understandable. I, yeah, so I'd probably choose uh, if I were to choose, I'd choose bets. Bets then Springer then Judge before Harper. Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with either of these guys. These guys lead their team. I'm going with Judgey though. Uh, yeah. I mean this guy's going to be the next captain for the New York Yankees. I mean. This guy just shows leadership qualities uh, and more and more qualities. Like, how could you not like him? I mean, this guy's a leader on and off the field. Um, just a great, 
overall player um, in baseball. You know, the power is obviously unbelievable. You got Judges Chambers and right. He got the outstanding plays. He does have – he has an underrated cannon in right field. He does. He I, does. He, he, yeah, he, he can throw the ball. What, did he throw a ball last year, like 98? It might have even been 100 last year mm-hmm. from right field, and he threw out a guy. I don't even know if it was on the Red Sox or the Orioles. I know it was a division series game. But yeah. I'd take him. I mean, this guy's reliable in everything he does. Yeah. Yeah, and – I mean, you and you know he's a good clubhouse guy. You know he's gonna work hard. Like, he he's a guy you want on your team for sure. My only thing is that he's been hurt more times than the others. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think it's like very uh, weird stuff though. Like getting hit in the hand, you can't do anything about that. It's not like a hamstring tear. But like obviously this time with the oblique, I mean that's that's not getting hit by a pitch. That's just unfortunate. So, um, question number two in. How concerned are you? Uh, the Rays are still in first place with an injured Yankees team and a, and a, the Red Sox starting to heat, uh, heat up. How concerned are you for the Rays that the Yankees or Red Sox are creeping up right behind them to take this division away from them? My only concern is for the Rays is their pitching staff. I want, like, I, I'll go out and say I want the Rays to win. I think that that would be the craziest thing to happen uh, for that organization. They need it. They have not had uh, much success in uh, a while, and so last year you saw a flash, you saw glimpses of success, and they still didn't even make it out of the regular season. So I think that uh, if the Rays, I, I want the Rays to win, and my only concern is that their starting pitching is uh, very shaky. They have Snell, they have Glass now, but other than that, it's not very deep. And so uh, you never know, but uh, it's definitely concerning because you know the potential that the Red Sox and the Yankees have uh, when they're completely healthy and uh, they're dangerous. So if I'm them, like they have their lead, I just you just have to keep playing the way you've been playing. Oh, I'm concerned. I am concerned big time. The Yankees are taking this division. <laughs> this is theirs to take. It is. This is their division to take. Nobody else's. The Red, they're going to they're gonna keep pounding on the Red Sox. Red Sox got to get that starting rotation figured out. Rick Porcello's got to get back on track. Eduardo Rodriguez, haven't really followed up on him, but I'm pretty sure he's been more of their consistent starter this year. Nathan Evalde, he's got to get healthy. Chris Sale, he's an ace again. But... <laughs> This is the Yankees' season. This is their time. This is the, their time to take this uh, away from the Red Sox. It's been a Red Sox party for the last few years. Obviously, the, I don't think the Yankees have won it since what is it, 2014? Maybe it's been a while. It might even be longer than that. No, I think it's 14. But this has been the Red Sox division for the past what three, four years, and I think this is their time to take it back. This is their throne, and I'm concerned if I'm the Rays. See, that's exactly why I want the Rays to win. Everyone, all they talk about are the Red Sox, the Yankees taking this division, and they just completely overlook them. And no, 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 I'm not overlooking them. They are a great ball club. They Tyler are. Glass, Tyler Glasnow is going to be the ace for them, and with Snell right behind him, I mean, you can't go wrong. You don't even know who to call your ace. I think both of them are going to be two dominant arms in, the, in their rotation for a long time. You got Snell for five years, and what? Now you got Glasnow for probably, what, four? He has four more years maybe until uh, – 
free agency. I mean, that's a you could build a dynasty right now off of maybe a good trade this offseason and a great signing in maybe two years, and you got a very, very competitive team. If not, I mean, obviously they already are already, but they can be very dangerous. Exactly. Hence why I want them to succeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's the Yankees division. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Vladdy Jr. Baseball hit two ding-dongs last night against the Giants. Hit his first last night. That was one of them. It was the first one, obviously. Um, are you happy to see this? Are you surprised on how long it kind of took for him to get there? Uh, I think – I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, baseball's hard, and he has not – like, he did not play very well in spring training. Like, he is – now starting to come into his own. He's starting to become comfortable. He's starting to see pitchers better. And as we see, that's the result. He has all the power potential in the world. He has all the talent in the world. He has a great swing. I think it's just taking him time to adjust to the better pitching that's in the MLB than in the minors. And, uh, yeah, he's like I think this is just the beginning of him. And I think he's going to continue to blossom. Uh, from this point, I think he's. I think he just turned a corner here. Oh yeah, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. right now is about to heat up big time. He had his little what? He played maybe what, 15 games? It might even be more, maybe a little less. But you know what? He got his little attendance in the Major League Baseball world. He got a he got his little fresh start, I think. And now he's like, you know what? Game on. Because those swings last night were big daddy hacks. Yeah, and he's like I saw something today. He's the youngest player in Rays history to hit a home run. Like, yeah, that's that's an impressive feat. He's 20 years old. Uh, yeah, that he's he's got time to grow. He's got time to develop, and he's going to be dangerous at the plate. Yeah, I mean Toronto Blue Jays fans, be excited because it's the real deal. I have told you he was going to be Rookie of the Year. I still do. He's going to turn it around. He's going to go on a tear for the rest of the season. I don't think he's going to slow down at all. Yeah. And then they have Bichette coming up uh, when he's healthy again in uh, a year or two. And he's he, like, he can rake too. Like, they're, they're going to be a team to watch in the future. Yeah, for sure. He's recovering from that, obviously, that fractured hand we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but he's right behind him, though. Uh, Billy Bean yesterday. Uh, general manager for the Oakland Athletics, was talking about Brian Cashman, the general manager for the New York Yankees, saying that dealing with cash is a pain in the – you can finish that sentence. Um, but, yeah, do you, you like the comment? I, I mean, Beam was just talking about saying how – it was a nice comment. It wasn't anything against him. Um, he was saying how – the, every deal that Cashman makes for the Yankees is something for the depth, something that they can use him if this guy gets hurt. They could use this guy in two years. You know, every single player, when they say that that throw-in player that we talk about, Cashman yeah. scouts this guy for a reason, and he wants to, he throws in this player for a reason. Yeah. You're saying the same thing about the Dodgers. You know, I mean, currently on the Yankees roster, you could just look at you could look at these throw-in players if you want. Domingo Herman was acquired from the Marlins. You could easily say he's one of their top pitchers right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, that's just called being a good GM. 
Yeah. Like, he does his research. He 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 he's experienced. He's seasoned. He knows exactly what he wants, and uh, he knows exactly how to talk to other teams. Knows how to talk to other GMs. He's uh he's he's gonna be that guy, and he's very good at it. And that's why he's a huge part of the Yankees' success. And Cashman, we trust. You know, that's why we play, pay him the big bucks. Uh, but Luke Voigt, acquired from the St. Louis Cardinals last year for Chasen Shreve and Giovanni uh, Gallegos. I mean, the king. You got him for scraps. This guy knows what he's doing. Giovanni mm-hmm. Urshela, was traded for a player to be named later. I, I, come on. From the Blue Jays? And they kind of gave up nothing for Glaber Torres because they signed Chapman two months later when they traded Chapman to the Cubs in 2016 when the Cubs won the World Series. Obviously, for the Cubs, that deal was worth it for them because they got a ring, but we got Chapman back two months later and we got Glaber Torres, who's now our starting second baseman. And you got Clint Frazier, who we're starting to see a reward from, who we got from the Andrew Miller deal when we sent him to Cleveland back in 2016, also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're seeing these little, little moves. I mean, obviously the Andrew Miller and Chapman trade were obviously bigger moves, but the Domingo Herman, I believe, was the Martin Prado deal when uh, Martin Prado was sent down to Miami. The Luke Voigt was the Cardinals one, and then they traded a player to be named later. That I don't even know if they have named that player yet uh, from the Blue Jays. So, yeah, Cashman knows what he's doing. Keep doing what you're doing if you're listening. Probably not, but never know. Uh, Byron Buxton is starting to prove himself. I predicted him that he was going to be the comeback player of the year. He actually hit a home run today, which I don't have in the notes or the script, but he did. And uh, right now, the guy's on a tear. He's starting to prove himself. 279 batting average, 338 on base percentage with a slugging of 484 and an OPS of 822. One homer, 14 RBIs, eight stolen bases, which you can make two home runs now. Yeah. Is he starting to prove himself as what was he? Was he a, no? Was he the first overall draft pick? Uh, I can't remember. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he was definitely a first rounder. I know that. Yeah. Because they had he was a big time, big big prospect uh, coming, coming into the draft and coming through their organization. He's starting to prove himself though, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, he's he's definitely trying to get back to the player he was a few years ago, and I really think. Like he's definitely trying to make that push for comeback player of the year and beyond. And uh yeah, I mean his numbers are definitely better than they were last year. They're definitely looking up. Uh let's just hope he continues to play like he has been. Yeah, and I totally see him doing that. You know, right now sixty one point eight percent of his hits have been extra base hits. That's insane. Yeah. Saying that he only has two home runs now. So that yeah. means he's a doubles machine and triples machine. I mean, when you have speed like he does, that's what you're going to get. You like singles for most people are doubles for him. And uh, as you can see, his numbers represent that. Yeah, for sure. And outfield has obviously never been the problem because he makes unbelievable catches all the time. It's just been the bat, and we're starting to see that from him. So good mm-hmm. signs, good things. Uh, good for you, Buxton. Um, did you see uh, the David Ortiz, Prince Fielder, and Cecil Fielder uh, – barbecue uh i did body issue type of thing yeah you a fan it's interesting <laughs> to say the least big poppy was uh it's a body issue type thing and uh 
Big Poppy was grilling a steak, it looked like, and reading a magazine. And uh, Prince Fielder was grilling also, and so was Cecil. Prince Fielder had a crown of lamb in his hand, and Cecil had a stack of ribs. That's pro. It's big time right there. <laughs> Baseball needs more of it. Let the kids play, even though they're all retired. They're all retired. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it I – don't, I don't know. Was it part of Sports Illustrated or was it just for fun? I think that was just for fun. I don't think that was Sports Illustrated. Yeah, I saw it on Cut 4 on uh, MLB. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool, I guess. It was, a, it was very interesting, to say the least. That was not something I was expecting to see today. Yeah. Glad to see them kind of still in baseball, though, making a little uh, pho- uh, photography shoot, I guess you could say, of that. Um, glad to, I, I'm, like, I'm glad to see that they're still in baseball, kind of. That's their way of staying in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Prince Fielder. Yeah, he was he was a dude. He was. Uh, well, that's all for this edition of Major League Talk. Make sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and to follow us on Twitter at JD with Sports. Um, on, on Instagram, Inst- JD with Sports.co. And Facebook at just JD with Sports. Thank you again. You got any closing words, Oss? Uh, yeah, uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, excited to get number 10 out of the way this week. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Uh, got a lot to talk about, I'm sure. So tune in for that. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah. If there's anything you guys want us to be doing, just like shoot us a message on, uh, any of the platforms. If there's something you'd like to see, something you'd like to hear us, uh, go more in depth on, uh, any kind of content you would like to see. And, uh, We'll try and get that out for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for listening, guys. We do appreciate it, too. Um, so thank you again. We'll see, uh, see you next time for episode 10. Yes, sir. Yeah.